Hi there. Welcome to Perspectives of Change. I'm your host Sarika Karbanda and today's podcast is my own story about how I enabled a team to co-create team agreements with hybrid teams. I do hope you can grab some learning nuggets from this story. Enjoy the listen. It takes a lot of effort to create alignment. For teams to be successful, they need to feel accountable. Telling them so is not going to get them to own up to it. Give them the space they need to co-create and continuously evolve their way of working. A team agreement is a great place to start for any team. First, we'll begin with what is a team agreement. Then, as I unpack my story of co-creating team agreements with hybrid teams, we will look at one: why was there a need for a team agreement? Two: what classifies as a good team agreement? Three: why co-create a team agreement in the first place? Why not just give the rules to the team to work within? Four. How did some of these hybrid teams co-create their team agreements as could you? And then just before I wrap up the story, I'll share some voices and quotes from the team themselves on how they felt the co-created team agreement worked for them or not. So, let's dive in. What is a team agreement? I would define a team agreement true to the two words. It is a team's agreement. Fleshing that a bit further, I would say a team agreement is a guide that the team creates together on how they would communicate and collaborate. Let's stay with that for now and let's get into the story itself. So during one of my many journeys of onboarding teams to a hybrid way of working, uh, I gathered insights from the teams and their managers. It was good to learn how one insight could have different perspectives when viewed by the team and when viewed by their manager. Let me share a few examples with you. Keeping videos on and not off. The team's perspective on this was We work from an area with such poor network coverage. How can we be expected to keep our videos on? The manager's perspective, their videos are always switched off. I have no idea what they are doing. How do you expect me to trust them? Here's another example. The context being work to be done in an iteration. The team's perspective, well, I didn't work on that task as I had no access to the data at all. The manager's perspective, team members just grab any task without even informing me. Let's take yet another example. Task priority and mode of communication. The team's perspective, if you had told me this was urgent, dear manager, I would have responded to you in one hour or even lesser instead of a day. 
the manager's perspective? I'd asked for her feedback about an issue over email. They don't even check their email nowadays. They can't just keep expecting me to write that again and again on Slack. Well, these issues came as no surprise to me. There is bound to be misalignment, which is human. We are going to have different perspectives. But there's going to be misalignment until we do something about it. So if I had taken a very traditional approach to bring alignment in this context, what would I have done? To start with, I would have had the manager create a set of rules that the teams must follow. The manager would then call a meeting and share the rules to be followed. The rules would then be printed and stuck to the team members' desks. And then, yeah, the team should just follow those rules and comply. Now, we've all heard of these kind of stories and what happens when such an approach is really pushed down the throats of people. I think for some people it does go well, but for many people, they do get labeled also as rule breakers who impede the success of the team. So what was my approach? Now, I, I could come up with a very fancy name for my approach, but let's just say I called my approach the simplest approach to co-create the team agreement with the people who will be working together. Sounds simple enough. So yeah, that is the modern approach to management where a new way of working has to be co-created in the true sense of the word co-creation. So if we can create an environment where people are invited to contribute and share their perspectives on the issue or on the problem at hand, they feel they've added value. They feel they've been listened to. When we use their input to co-design the solution for an issue at hand, they feel their inputs mattered, that they added value. In that context, they would be less likely to push back or to resist and more likely to go on the solution. And well, isn't that really what we want in the first place? So why impose a solution or why impose your solution on them when you could get them to co-create the solution with you and co-own it with you. And maybe that's an even better solution. Who knows? So how did I co-create? Or how did I get them to co-create between the teams and the managers? Well, I worked with each team and their respective managers, each team member, each manager with their unique personalities, perspectives, and work preferences got together. I invested the time to introduce them to the concept of a team agreement itself. And well, that should be sufficient, right? They should just then quickly jump on to creating team agreements. But not really. The team soon realized it's not so easy to co-create a team agreement. Well, you're working with people, you're not working with robots. Everyone's got their own individual preferences, personalities. I prefer to work during these working hours. You prefer in those working hours. Well, I prefer to have some solo time. I prefer to have some uh, group brainstorming. We're all built differently. I'm more productive differently. You're more productive differently. Well, I need my team in these core working hours. Well, the team can't really log in in those hours, maybe because 
at that time they have to go to a distant place just to get a good internet connection or maybe i have to pick up my kid at that time or drop my kid somewhere to the school or play zone could be anything but this is reality so here's what i suggested right it's best to start with what you know you agree on and not really what you don't agree on and i think that's a great place to start even while choosing pizza toppings together as friends oh at least we agree on uh, pineapple pizza topping i don't know maybe that's something we can start with and then you know discuss the others and figure out how do we agree on the others so for one of the teams agreeing to the co working hours was really simple so they started with that another team agreed that they did not know each other well enough so they would like to start by getting to know each other first that's a great start too and that's where i introduced them to a technique or a practice from management 3.0 uh, called personal maps we all know mind mapping is a simple but powerful technique that allows anyone who can hold a pen to visualize the relationships between concepts and with these personal maps you can just take an empty sheet of paper write the person's name in the center of that sheet of paper put categories of interest around that person's name such as hobbies friends values goals family whatever people are comfortable sharing and then expand that mind map by adding the relevant things that you know about this person and there are lots of approaches how you could use this uh, personal maps uh, management 3 auto practice to you know get to know each other and i will do a separate podcast on personal maps too so wait for that but there's already a link in the show notes pointing you to the personal maps the practice on the management 3.0 website for now so make sure you take a look at that now with this activity when they understood values were really crucial for everyone they wanted to co-create what their values as a team were another team was beginning from a state of conflict so they agreed they would start by enabling resolution to the conflicts that had arisen they even created a separate section within the team agreement for how they would acknowledge and resolve conflicts as a team now looking at what some teams had already started to radiate visually as their team agreements other teams got even more inspired and they took it on themselves to co-create um their what they called as team manifestos and not team agreements but was essentially the same thing and they got together with their management and wanted to co-create the team manifestos which they did and at the end of all of that as a workshop each member really signed their respective manifestos and presented it to other teams during the department town halls they were really really proud of that achievement and all of this is still hybrid by the way So all of this was of course done with different teams in different workshop setups and I can do a really detailed podcast on how you could run such a workshop too to co-create a team agreement with your team but in a nutshell let me just give you some uh, idea there All the members get together in what we call as a workshop you agree during or even before the workshop what team agreement template might you like to begin with in the workshop and i say begin with the template 
only because with all the beautiful conversations that start to emerge, the template gets customized to what that team feels is important to that team. You might also agree to not use a template at all. That's totally okay too. So you start with a template. You start by penning down things you surely agree on as a team. And then you continue to brainstorm individually on each section of the template, discuss together as a team, vote if and where needed, align on each section of the template as a team. For instance, core working hours or team values, or how do we as a team resolve conflict when we are at one? Or what are the best communication channels for us to use as a team and on and on. It's worthwhile to mention here that I did use a customized team agreement template of my own and I have put a link to that also in the show notes. So do remember to check out that link in the show notes too. For me, based on the experience I've had around this, a good team agreement has always been one, a visual radiator of the team's way of working and accountability to each other. Because hey, information radiation over information refrigeration, I strongly believe in that. Two, a living set of guidelines that can be revisited and updated as the team continuously learns over a period of time. Three, guidelines that are created by the whole team's active contribution. Four, a guide to help the team foster a psychologically safe space for themselves. Five, a space where the teams outline not just what they agree on, but also what they agree to disagree on. And this is like super important for me. Six, a space where the teams agree on how they communicate, collaborate, and what values are important to their unique way of working. So what could be the key benefits of a team agreement? I mean, just, just looking at what is a good team agreement, of course, it already highlights quite a bit of the benefits too, but let's just, let's, uh, let's pull those out of that. And if we just had to summarize some of those, I would probably say one, it definitely increases alignment because it also validates assumptions that everyone's making, uh, which obviously means Increasing alignment also implies drastically reducing misunderstandings. It definitely brings co-ownership and accountability from each other to each other. It definitely helps the whole team continuously evolve their way of working by inspecting and adapting. And last but not the least, I would say it does inspire other teams. Here are some voices from a common retrospective that I facilitated across all teams. And here is what some managers shared. Uh, one, the team agreement really gave us a bumper start. We stopped making assumptions, finally got to surface and acknowledge and finally take action on what we thought were our assumptions. Another one from the managers was something like this, that we and our teams were completely misaligned on how we work. Simple things caused misunderstanding, 
like when we thought we was you know when we thought they were slacking off with their videos off well they just had bad network coverage and surfacing these points and together building trust and actions has definitely helped build our relationship with each other here's also a couple of uh, the voices that came from the teams and one of the teams shared that hey we've all had a different starting point before we got to creating the team agreement itself we thought we would just be asked to follow and stick to a certain kind of a template but the fact is that no two team agreements are alike in any way or form because no two teams are alike and we are also made to understand that that's okay and it's a done thing so that is pretty cool another team shared that each of our voices mattered we were all involved in coming up with how we collaborate and communicate where information should be stored how could we all together resolve conflicts raise issues and what not and it feels great to be a part of something we actually created and then followed with our own will and not something that was forced upon us So summing up, yes, it does take a lot of effort to create alignment for teams to be successful. They do need to feel accountable. Telling them so is not going to get them to own up to it. Give them the space they need to co-create and continuously evolve their way of working. So here's a quick recap from today's podcast. 1. A team agreement is a great place to start for any team. 2. A team agreement is a visual radiator of the team's way of working and accountability to each other. 3. It helps validate assumptions and increases alignment. 4. It inspires other teams with visual radiation. 5. It creates a safe space for the team. to outline not just what they agree on but also what they agree to disagree on and number 6 it enables teams to grow continuously that's all for now folks stay healthy stay energized cheers <laughs>